0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Duluth, Georgia. Tonight, it's once again time for November's Crazy Travel Roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome. It's that time of the month again, so to speak, the November Crazy Travel Roundup. And once again, I have Chris Brown, another fellow road warrior. And Chris and I share a long history of traveling off and on together over the years. So he is another fellow road warrior that understands all the trials and tribulations and what we face and all the craziness that we tend to see. What's going on, Chris? Uh, you know,
1: just wrapping up the year, heading into the holidays. So fire, hair, that sort. Running a hundred miles an hour. Loving that I'm being able to take some time out and share some funny stories with you here. This ought to be fun.
0: Always a pleasure. And as I usually traditionally try to do, I'm drinking local. I happen to be actually in Duluth, Georgia tonight, and so in celebration of that, I'm drinking a Jekyll Brewing Southern Juice IPA. Wayne in at a hefty 6.3 APV, uh, so holding true with the drink local. All right, so out of the gate right off the bat from Boing Boing, airline passenger who tried to open Jet Door in flight given a hundred and fifty dollars $105,000 bill. Chloe Haynes, age 26, received a $105,000 bill from Jet 2 Airlines. Chris, you fly Jet 2 Airlines a lot?
1: Uh, no, probably won't either. After this story, gotta <laughs> uh, go on the list.
0: Yeah. Never heard of them. Probably one of those airlines that the uh, the guy that takes your ticket also flies <laughs> the plane. Chloe, Chloe was charged with beating a crew member and trying to open the plane door while in flight. As a result of her alleged antics, the pilot made an emergency landing while being escorted by two RAF fighter jets. In addition to the bill, Jet yeah. Two has banned Haines for life. <laughs> this was
1: kind of an interesting story, yeah. Antics, beating a beating a fellow passenger, uh, and then trying to commit mass suicide. That's those are those are funny little giggles, aren't they? But uh, if you listen to the video, you could tell this lady was trashed. Uh, she's slurring up and down, just you know, making noises, thinking their words. Uh, obviously she'd either had a really – she must have had a really great day or it was bad to begin with and it didn't get any better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, given them quite the ticket. I did think it was funny, though, after all this, right, this lady gets on a plane, is completely blottoed, beats another person, then tries to open the door and bring the plane down, and they banned her for life like she's really going to care. I'm thinking she was already going to ban herself for life from Jet 2 – Maybe they're just that, I don't know the airline. I'm not judging. Uh, that was just, I just thought that was funny. And we banned her from ever flying the flight. I'm pretty sure she did that already. She was already there.
0: And and had she gotten the door open, I just only imagined what the next step was. Because I don't, I mean, you can possibly take a parachute through TSA. It's, you know, it's not any liquid involved, nothing sharp, but I don't know what her next step was. It kind of reminded me of that flight attendant years ago, the guy that popped open the door and quit his job and grabbed a couple of beers and went down the slide. Yeah. Chloe was going to do it at 30,000 feet.
1: Yeah, that's the only difference. Big difference, but yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah brutal. A lot
1: of anger going on at the airport. So you picking up on this? Just craziness.
0: So it's that time of year, so... From there we go to jail time for baggage handler who swapped 250 plus luggage tags. This comes from point me to the plane, check baggage got put on the wrong flights, gets put on the wrong flights all the time, but usually due to negligence or some other non-malicious occurrence. However, an airport baggage handler at Singapore Shanghai Airport was given jail time for putting baggage tag baggage on the wrong flights totally on purpose. The serial bag tag swapper put a total of 286 suitcases on wrong flights as a way to get back at his employer. What do we got here, Chris? (laughs) I'm going to surprise you, Steve.
1: I think this man is a hero. (laughs) If you read the article, he'd been complaining about service and machinery and nobody would listen. This guy is, uh, you know, uh, Douglas. And, and what was that? Oh, falling down. down. Yeah, he was falling down. He's Michael Douglas. So he'd, he'd been at the end of the rope at good old Singapore Changi Airport. And for a year had been trying to tell people they weren't listening. So by example, all he did was to demonstrate that he was absolutely right. I think he might have taken a different path. It was effective and it got noticed. I guarantee you the service on this airline now with your baggage second
0: to none, oh absolutely and I wonder how long it took him for them to discover that this was it really was as bad as uh he claims it was how long did it take them for them to discover that something was amiss <laughs> yeah uh,
1: yeah who's who's connecting the dots at all the different airports going oh that's another one that's another one I don't know how that gets back to the this guy's boss, but
0: Maybe he took a week off, and all of a sudden, all the bags started arriving at the correct destinations, and somebody put two and two together.
1: It's like the Seinfeld episode. You broke the 85% accuracy with mail delivery.
0: <laughs> you know, I always say there's two kinds of luggage, uh, carry on and lost, and this guy <laughs> proved the second half of that. <laughs> not not only lost, so but mis- misdirected. Oh so. man. it. Oh, man. I, you know, and, and again, I'm surprised this did not happen in Florida. Thank you, uh, Singapore and Shanghai Airport. All right, next up, again from Boing Boing. Uh, man arrested off-plane after grabbing another passenger by the crotch. An American Airlines flight was diverted to Oklahoma after a man grabbed a passenger seated next to him by the crotch. According to the federal criminal complaint filed Friday, James Clayton uh, something hyphen boy which should be a tip-off right there, was charged with abusive sexual conduct after Tuesday's reported assault aboard American Airlines Flight 807 from good old Charlotte, North Carolina to Salt Lake City, Utah. You can't grab grab people by the crotch. We've learned that. um, Billy Bush and our president have proven that to us.
1: Yeah, it's not a good plan.
0: No, and, of course, all I could think was when I discovered he was going to Utah. Isn't that where the people have three and four wives out there in Utah?
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a pickup move. I don't know. Uh, I kind of zeroed in on the name, too. The Kolowinski boy grabbing someone by the crotch. Maybe, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he was just getting up. We've all gotten up after long flights, and Charlotte to Salt Lake City is a long flight. Let's face some facts, right? If he's tipped a couple of bottles or two because he wasn't a typical resident of Salt Lake City, Utah... Maybe he was just trying to push himself up, and instead of hitting the armchair, <laughs> he, he hit, hit joystick or something. I'm not sure. I don't know where this came from. This is I had nothing on this.
0: Well, in, in, in making yeah. a diversion to Oklahoma, I think they have an express lane for the death penalty. Maybe they were going to hold the trial for this guy on the tarmac and just whisk him off. You know, this, this is one nah, – it's not one, but it, it is a bit short of nudity, which I always say – there's good nudity and bad nudity. Bad nudity is anything that happens at an airport or airplane airline is bad nudity. Doesn't matter who it is, famous person or not. I'm yeah. going to go with uh, <laughs> grabbing anybody by the crotch at the airport is probably, yeah. even if it's your spouse or partner, yeah. is probably yeah. not a good idea.
1: The bad grabbing of the crotch.
0: Yeah. that no, is- can't yeah. do that. It's not all right. Your son brings this wrong foot. Disgusting passenger, shamed after drying his sweaty socks using the overhead air vents on a plane. A gross, capital letters, gross passenger has been shamed after they were caught drying their sweaty socks using the overhead air vents during a flight. The traveler was caught holding up the socks above while ahead on the plane. He's got We got a picture of this on the website. The picture was shared by Instagram account, Passenger Shaming. Have you ever checked out Passenger Shaming, Chris? I haven't. I'm going to have to. I have not yes. heard of it before this article. There's a huge propensity for lots of bare feet on flights, and passenger shaming has submissions from people all over. Uh, And passenger shaming regularly posts images of the worst travelers encountered on a plane. And the uh, image was accompanied by the caption, Drying, sweaty socks using the air vent.
1: Well, the only thing that went, the first thing that went ripping through my mind is at least it's better than being a shoe bomber. So, that's true. You know, he wasn't lighting his shoes on fire, trying to blow a hole in the side of the plane. However, you know this singe in the nostrils. So I think that that he escaped with his health was impressive, that no one <laughs> went over there and just went, what are you doing? Why was he not accosted? Where is your brain? I was reading this going, where in your mind do you have to be in order to think it's okay
0: to hang your sweaty socks in the middle of a loaded airplane. I, I'm a I'm a pretty broken person myself, and nowhere does anything connect as far as the dots go that go, you know what, my socks are wet. I don't know how they're wet. I'm on a plane, but they're wet, and I'm going to use the most inefficient way that I can find to dry them by holding them up <laughs> against an air fence. <laughs> <Like> I just, <laughs> you know. I I, I imagine since he had his arm raced, I can't if I was sitting next to him, the guy would have got an elbow to the ribs with followed by, uh, you know, what are you doing?
1: This is one of those teaching moments. And apparently no one took it. Uh, This guy, I I hope someone spoke to him. Maybe the shaming is enough. The passenger shaming is enough. Hopefully the guys on Instagram or somebody emailed it to him and go, hey, Bill, you made the news.
0: Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Wow. Damn right. I made the news. Watch that boys. All right. This one has been all over. And I did a little vetting on this because I was kind of skeptical on this one. You using public USB charging stations could drain your bank account. Just weeks ahead of the busy holiday travel schedule, people are being warned against using airport USB charging stations. The LA District Attorney's Office sent out a tweet cautioning about a USB charger scam, also known as great name, Juice Jackie. They advise people not to use public USB charging stations at places such as airports or shopping center, as they could be loaded with malware. It loads itself onto the phone and can either monitor the phone in real time or download information from the phone. You probably carry a power bank, don't you, Chris?
1: <laughs> I do. Thank you, Anchor. It's the greatest. Yeah.
0: They're not a paid sponsor, but we'd
1: love for you to be. The, okay, so I had a couple theories about this. One, notice that it's in LA. That's your first hint. Blackouts and brownouts due to lack of power. And we're rolling into the holiday season, and this is probably close to LAX. So I'm guessing either one, this was a run up to the holidays to save the airport a ton of money on jacked up electric bills. And it's also, it's just bogus because their outlets is funny. This weekend, I was literally looking at electrical outlets that had the USB ports in them for our house. And I'm sorry, but I don't think anybody could jack into my house via the electrical kit. Now, it could be different at airports. So I'm I'm loving to hear your theory on this. The other theory I have on this, other than saving them money, is this guy is – he's obviously about – it's going to come out that this guy is either divorced or about to be because someone found porn on his phone and his excuse was, I was just powering up at the airport And disappeared. I
0: don't know who she
1: is. And the midget was on fire when I got here. So
0: (laughs) I think it's one of those two things. When he's in front of Judge Judy, she'll be, do you see loser written on my forehead? (laughs) So here's here's my take on it is there's no way I'm going to ever hover around an outlet in an airport. No. I like you. I I actually have two power banks because that, that is the saddest thing in the world. To see people, you know, we have all this technology to have cordless phones, and yet we actually are still corded to something. So, and actually, I saw you have a, you have a pair of AirPods, right? Yes. So the I don't know if it's the hot item, but Neiman Marcus is, is now actually selling a leash that goes from earpod to earpod, like our teachers wore in grade school to hold their glasses, so you don't lose your earpods.
1: Yeah, I saw those. Uh, those came out relatively fast after these things hit the marketplace. Like the little tubes, they're like ten bucks, twenty bucks. Probably not from Needham and Marcus. There's probably a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, you're close to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Wow, it's amazing what string costs when you brand it right. So, it was. Uh, it's one of those things that I always wondered. You know, they are wireless. They fit, but yeah, it is. It's um, the the little cables are pretty cool, but I wouldn't not from needless markup
0: needless markup (laughs) all right view from the plane gives us a lawyer canadians should flush their pot in the lavatory before a flight diverts to the u.s u.s air canada flight from toronto to vancouver was forced to divert to seattle last sunday due to fog and two failed landing attempts i'd be more concerned about the failed landing attempts than where somebody's shoving their dope all right the plan, the plan was to refuel and make yet another attempt. However, passengers got stuck in Seattle when the 787 went out for service maintenance. Mm. Everyone was given hotel rooms for the night. Some passengers on board began to worry over what would happen to their pot. Recreational marijuana was legalized just over a year ago in Canada, so you can expect some number. a number of passengers on board were carrying their stash.
1: Seattle, if they're flushing out the toilet, they're going to think it's manna from heaven, right?
0: Be <laughs> <laughs> run it outside. Make it rain. The line for the lavatory. Could you see that down the middle of the plane? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that would be hilarious. Now, what's interesting, they mentioned here, are these all these Canadians, right, from Toronto to Vancouver uh, with unforeseen circumstances in Seattle. But if they had made the flight, that's cool. Even though Canada legalized the marijuana last year, it's illegal to bring it in or take it out. And this is Canada. Okay, so one, they've got to have a booming business of internal growth going on. Because otherwise, how are you getting this stuff in and out? This was an interesting story. I can only imagine the chaos and these guys being paranoid at night going, how am I going to make it through security tomorrow? They're right. They're going to trash all their stuff. That would have been a bummer of a trip.
0: I have two I have two theories. Yeah. Uh first one is that 90% of all Canadians live within 10 miles of the US border and one day they will attack us. The uh, my my wife and I were at, in Canada earlier this year and I we must have heard 100 times about the legalization of dope and uh how you couldn't bring it back into the states. My other theory is, and this holds pretty true, I have no problem with people that, that smoke dope if it's legal. My issue is that if they are dope smokers, their main focus in life becomes, how do I find new and different ways to smoke dope? You know, they're eating a pizza and they look at the crust and they're, I wonder if I hollow this out, if I could fill it with dope and smoke it and catch a buzz, And so I'm surprised if they didn't spark up in in the lavatory bathroom or figure out some way to, to, you know, take a a toilet paper tube in the bathroom and and get that last hit or two. I'm sure it just (laughs) wreaked absolute terror in these people's mind to go, we're going to the U.S.? What the? Gotta be freaked out over that whole mismatch.
1: You know, but hey, at least it's not the stinky fruit. They're not hanging signs here. So nobody's Or
0: or stinky socks. Now, imagine if they had their dope in their socks and they were trying to dry it out on the air vent of the plane. Double (laughs) transgressions.
1: That's what the guy was doing. He was covering up for his pot. So it's stinky socks.
0: That's the lesser of two evils. So the points guy, again, from the uh, travel blogosphere, delivers this. Frontier passengers freaked out after email notification ahead of holiday travel. Uh, There has been a change to your upcoming flight. Is not an email subject line that you or anybody else wants to read ahead of the Thanksgiving Day travel. Already anticipated to be over 4.4 million passengers as they took to the skies last week. Before scores of Frontier Airlines travelers, they were left confused and scrambling after receiving an alarming email from the low-cost carrier. How often do you fly Frontier, Chris? About as often as Jet 2. There you go. So here's, and I'm sure this is terrifying because the, actually we had one of the residents at Chateau Relaxo where I live. uh, Somebody had booked her on a Frontier flight because it was only $62. And then after the fees for check-in and everything else, it was the exact same price of any other airline. So to me, typically people that fly Frontier are not very well educated when it comes to travel, and I could see this really, truly throwing somebody off their game and getting like my parents. You know, my parents haven't flown in years, and all yeah. of a sudden they get an email with the subject line. I could see them truly being concerned. Um, you know, the article goes on to talk about the upcoming travel and how things could um, could go sideways, but it really it offered a number for the Frontier's rebooking department. But still, holiday travelers were worried. I mean, if you have one or two trips a year for the holidays, and this is one of them, I'm sure it's absolutely scary.
1: Oh, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. You know, the uh, fishing attacks uh, and not bass jumping out of boats with (laughs) uh, viruses and, and the hacks going on. My first thought was, before reading the whole article, that that's what was happening. Was somebody had targeted a group of people, like you said, that are not as uh, travel savvy and might be duped into something like that a little bit easier, right? They try to pick their soft targets. And then after doing some more research, we dug in and the gentleman who was responsible for this actually was a baggage handler at Singapore Shanghai Airport back in 2017. So, so he transferred. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's where he ended up. Uh, so I think it was probably just another mishandling of baggage. I think is where this is all coming from. It's same guy.
0: Probably same guy. He's probably yeah. locked up in a room with a server. Back to boing boing, and this one is is this one's pretty over the top. Doctor saves life by sucking urine from man's bladder mid-flight to New York City. Mm. When an elderly plane passenger fell ill mid-flight, a courageous doctor with a stomach of steel. God, these writers are phenomenal. With a stomach of steel rose to the occasion. Dr. Zhang Hong saved the man's life by spending 37 minutes sucking urine from his blocked bladder with nothing but a plastic tube. Plastic. You know, they weren't going to California. In an empty wine bottle, China Southern Airlines was far from its takeoff point in China. can't pronounce where. And still six hours from its destination of New York when a man with a bloated stomach began sweating profusely around 1 a.m. The cabin crew made an emergency announcement asking if there was a doctor on board. And Dr. Han quickly identified the problem and its hard-to-stomach solution.
1: Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of questions on this one. Um, one, are we sure this is not a party trick this guy used to do in college? Because I look at a bloated dude and I'm not thinking urine in the stomach. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe too much barbecue or maybe one too many beers. The other thing that fascinated me the bravery of this guy to do all this with a plastic tube and an empty wine bottle, but no duct tape. Notice nope. no sealer, nothing. I don't know if it takes 37 minutes. I'm not gonna question him. I'm not the professional remover of urine from stomach. But uh yeah, this one was this one was wild, man. And it's funny, I was reading through this and uh talking to to, to my boss here, and she had read this story. And she goes, This is the one I was mentioning the other day because it caught her eye by going, Where does something like this occur? Totally freaky. Totally freaky.
0: Well, I, I don't know what plane. What's the big plane? I don't. I don't fly the big jets like you. What is it? The three, the Airbus. The, is that the big series?
1: Yeah, the the. I think the Airbus now is. Uh, they've got the biggest one. I haven't seen one. Well, I've seen one, but I haven't gotten on one. I saw one. I think it was out in Seattle. Uh, the monster, so they, multi-story. They
0: had to. They had to have been on an Airbus because that's the only thing that could have contained the balls of this doctor. Because <laughs> <laughs> to, to have done. Done this. I mean, I, I, I've been on one flight where they asked if there was a doctor on board. Somebody had had kind of passed out. It turned out to be okay. But it's the only time I've ever heard that statement. And the other thing, I, the the guy's all right, which is great. But the only the only thing else that I could think about was what's that meatloaf song? I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'm gonna put a check mark next to <laughs> sucking the urine out of somebody's bladder with a straw on a plane. With a wine bottle and, like you said, no damn duct tape. A reference to one of the great rock and roll albums, "Bad Out of Hell" from Steve Frick. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. What was it last 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 month? You uh, equated small children to durian fruit, and I'm contributing saving lives to a really bad meatloaf song. Oh, so my. yeah, I'm, yeah. Why am I in this hand basket, and where am I going? All right, the last one, and I didn't I didn't prep you on this one. Uh, this one came probably in the last day or so. Woman steals car from Hotel Valet using the oldest hacking trick in the book. Kathleen Elizabeth Fenton allegedly picked up a car she wanted from the hotel's valet. She went down to the valet parking at Homewood Suites in Austin, hmm. gave what she said was her room number, she was sympathetic, explained that she had lost all of her belongings in a nearby bar district the previous night. Valet believed her story and gave her the car she asked for. And guess what? It wasn't Miss Fenton's car at all. It was somebody else's. This happens. I mean, I, I haven't had it happen to a rental car. I haven't I have happened to hotel keys on a regular basis where when I get back to the room each night, they don't work. Yeah, Nine times out of ten. They take my license because they don't trust me. Uh, This is the oldest trick in the book, social engineering, right? Yeah, it is. You know, everybody thinks it's technical. It's not.
1: It's the human being just not paying attention. Per our discussion on the phishing attack, uh, otherwise known as the Frontier Airlines screw up with the emails, it's just paying attention, right? But I can only imagine this poor valet trying to help this lady out if she's convincing it is. We're the easiest hacks on the planet. Like we were talking a little bit earlier earlier. Kevin Mitnick was the master at this, if you not go check out any book with him in it at all. Oh, there's two of them, Art of Deception, Art of Intrusion. He couldn't hack his way probably through most computer systems back there like some of his buddies could. He was good, but man, did he know people. And we just, you know, during this time of year, we all try to help each other out and be nice and and give you the benefit of the doubt. And then somebody like this sick lady comes along and just twists a knife in your side and you're like, Maybe maybe I shouldn't be so nice, but hopefully this guy recovers and he didn't catch too much fluff, but I bet he did. Uh giving away a strange car <laughs> probably isn't a great uh long-term career strategy with wherever he was. Uh I feel for him. Sorry to hear it.
0: That's that is a a tough one. I think you're right. I think we generally want to help people. At least that's what I tell my kids is, you know, that if you if you're in trouble or you need something, ask and people will generally help. Unfortunately, in this case, I mean, it went Really wrong. Now, of course, it's the Homewood Suites in Austin, so I'm thinking it's a, uh, you know, mid 2015 IKEA or, uh, or maybe a Hyundai of some sort. It, she it certainly wasn't an, a, a high series Audi or Infiniti. But yeah. um, I'm sure, yeah, that guy. When that guy realized that, I'm sure he had kind of a cold sweat and wanted somebody to suck the urine out of his bladder, so <laughs> to speak. <laughs> That's the craziness for November. I'm looking forward to December yeah. as things get into a fevered pitch. And do uh, you got a lot of trips planned for the last, the end of the year? Are you done?
1: Believe it or not, I'm pretty much done. I might have one more in the hopper. Uh, otherwise, I'm trying to wrap up a, a pretty busy month. And then towards the end, I'm going to go quiet, going to go dark uh, for about the last seven to 10 days and try to stay at home. Although towards the end of the month, my wife's birthday, along with uh, the holidays and whatnot, we might try to sneak out of town for just a few days uh, when it gets real quiet. We're around for a bit. I don't have to worry about flu or airline traffic or any of that stuff. Hopefully again until January. Keep your fingers crossed.
0: This is my just about third trip in at- to Atlanta in the last two weeks. I flew out Oh, was it two weeks ago on a Tuesday? Back into O town on Friday. Got back on a plane on Saturday to come up and spend uh, a Sunday, Monday Thanksgiving with my parents, and then I came back in yesterday. Actually, flew on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, yeah, and made it through TSA Atlanta with no, without having clear, with just TSA pre-check in under three minutes, which I thought was pretty amazing. Whoa! And then I've got, I think I've got two more trips. I've got a pretty big road trip going into. Uh, Washington, Reagan, and then back out of Boston, and then we're probably going to punch out for a few days around the holidays, and and hopefully hope the kids don't burn or at least sell the house while we're uh, while we're gone.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, we had gone out of town. Uh, we snuck down to Savannah actually for a few days over the holiday. Stayed at a really great hotel down there from Marriott called the Bohemian, right there on River Street. Yep, amazing place. Love it and uh, was able to get some time away from our four-legged kids. So we put them at the vet for a couple of days, peace and quiet. Now they're back running around, tearing up stuff, eating bones and stuff. Uh, Life continues and it is good stuff. Yeah, I hope you have a great holiday. I imagine I'll talk to you soon. I've already seen some stories.
0: I'll forward them to you about December started fast. You are correct. Well, Chris, I appreciate your time. As always, travel safe. And uh, we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Take care, Steve. Thank you for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at hypeamerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.